Welcome to the Halloween Haunt, where you'll learn about horrible happenings, hideous Halloween history and traditions, and listen to appalling poems and unspeakable stories. And now, my gruesome guest, here is the loathsome lover of all things awful, the Halloween Haunter. <laughs> the word lock is Scottish for lake. So we can think of Loch Ness as Lake Ness. And perhaps the home of a legendary monster. My favorite kind. First, a few facts about Loch Ness. Loch Ness is the largest freshwater body in Britain. In fact, it contains more water than all the other lakes in England, Scotland, and Wales combined. It sits in the Scottish Highlands. It's not the deepest in Scotland, and it doesn't have the largest surface area in Scotland, but it's number two in each of those categories. It's 22 and a half miles long, and a mile to a mile and a half wide. Its deepest point is in the neighborhood of 750 feet down. Seven major rivers feed Loch Ness, but it has only one outlet, the River Ness. The Loch Ness never freezes. The temperature can fluctuate near the top, but about 100 feet below the surface, the temperatures remain at 44 degrees. Because of this, on very cold days, the warm water below can cause steam to rise as the cold water sinks and the warmer rises. This is very spooky. While to this day it's still not proven that something unusual resides in its depths, People have been sighting something for a good 1,500 years. Around 2,000 years ago, Romans arrived to find tattoo-covered tribes they called the Picts, or painted people. The Picts were great artists and fascinated by animals, and there were carvings of recognizable animals in stone near the lock. Well, mostly recognizable. There was one, though, that looked like it had a long beak or muzzle, a spout on its head, and flippers instead of feet, like nothing anybody had seen. This was the first known evidence that perhaps there was something unusual there. Legend has it that around 1,500 years ago, St. Columba, the man who is believed to have brought Christianity to Scotland, saw a large beast about to attack a man swimming in the lake. The saint used his holy powers to persuade the beast to leave the swimmer alone, and he did. Yay. There were various stories and legends, and yes, a few sightings between then and the 20th century. But something happened in the early 1930s that was significant. A new road was installed along the shore. For the first time, the lock could be observed from the north side, and sure enough, a couple driving home in April 1933 saw what they said was an enormous animal rolling and plunging on the surface of the lake. That description was put in the paper, except the word animal was a bit tame. The editor substituted the more exciting monster, and the Loch Ness Monster was off to the races. As you might expect after being in the paper, other sightings soon followed, including one on land. By the fall, reporters were coming from as far as London, and there were radio bulletins about the monster. 
People came from miles around looking for the monster. In December of that year, a famous actor-slash-director-slash-big-game hunter was hired by the London Daily Mail to track Nessie. It took only a few days before he found footprints of a large beast with four toes, perhaps belonging to a twenty-foot animal. Or so he said. He sent plaster casts to the London Natural History Museum just before Christmas, which meant it would take extra time for any pronouncements. As it was holiday time, even more people had time on their hands, and many spent it at Loch Ness. It was quite the commotion, and a great time for the hotels. Unfortunately, the museum zoologists recognized the footprints of a hippopotamus, made with a stuffed foot no less, perhaps the base of an umbrella stand, or is that a brawly stand? We still don't know if the big game hunter found those fake tracks or created them. You've probably seen the famous photo from 1934 of the Loch Ness Monster. It's a graceful neck protruding out of the water, capped with a lovely hand. Many considered this great evidence of Nessie. Others said it was driftwood, an elephant, a bird, or other animal. The cropping of the photo was also called into question, with accusations that it made whatever it was look larger. Experts determined that the ripples in the water were small ripples, indicating it was a small something in the picture, perhaps two to three feet long. A story came out that the picture was a toy submarine built by the son-in-law of the big game hunter who'd been ridiculed by the Daily Mail after his evidence was discounted. So the hunter put together a hoax with the help of his son, son son-in-law, and a couple of others. They took a sub purchased from Woolworths, attached a head and neck made out of a plastic wood substance. The hunter's son took some photos, and when someone was heard approaching, the sub was sunk with a foot stuck in the water. Perhaps it's still there. That's never been found either. A friend gave the photo plates to a gynecologist friend who had them developed and then sold them to the Daily Mail. They fell for the hoax, announcing the Loch Ness Monster had been photographed. Phew, that conspiracy story is more unbelievable than a prehistoric monster in a huge Scottish lake, I think. As the years went by, there were more photographs, eyewitness accounts, and sketches drawn, increasing the size and stature of the legend of Nessie. There were reports of a hump, multiple humps, a long neck, flippers. These eyewitnesses weren't all crackpots, and presumably not all practical jokers either. One was a Nobel Prize winner. A book collecting these accounts was published in 1957, which helped make the idea more credible. An aeronautical engineer took a film of something moving across the lock that inspired him to ditch his career and look for the monster full-time. As technology grew more sophisticated, so did the methods to search for the monster. All kinds of sonar have been utilized. The lake is very dark and hard to penetrate very deeply. In 1975, the sonar, combined with underwater photography, found something. A camera was taking pictures every 45 seconds while a strobe light flashed, and a large, moving object that seemed to have flippers was photographed. This was by the Academy of Applied Science, a real outfit. Unfortunately, although they were able to present their evidence to the House of Commons in London, questions arose, and one of the outside analysts proclaimed it was a plesiosaur, 
which was thought to have gone extinct 65 million years ago. Serious scientists couldn't accept that idea and shot it down. There have been other expeditions that have yielded more evidence. Even Google brought their Street View cameras, but nothing conclusive has been found. The question remains, is there a huge beast lurking below the waves of Loch Ness in Scotland? Some who have decided that all the evidence is a hoax still believe that Nessie is real. I hope there are at least a few Nessies too, so they can continue to dwell down there and occasionally pop up to create a stir in the world of the ordinary above. Your world could always use a bit of a stir. What monsters would you like to hear about? Let me know at thehalloweenhaunt.com.